Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. stole my line did i yeah i always say and we're on and you threw me off <laughs> did you see me staring at you like you're like what are you doing now i'm all mixed I'm changing up. up the game <laughs> hey everyone i'm liam the daughter laura i'm the mom i'm preparing you what for when we do freaky friday and we swap oh shit we've been saying that for mm-hmm, a long time mm-hmm. yeah we still got swap list. i have not forgotten it you have not forgotten it hey that's a nice crystal you have hanging around your neck i just noticed it Dude. it's massive it's massive crystal. I don't know where I got this, but it's, it's very pretty. You know, it's bringing in. I charged it in the sun. The clear quartz. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay. It's bringing me some good vibrations, as the Beach Boys would say. Oh, oh <laughs> look at that plug. <sighs> so, how was your day? My day was great. It's beautiful here and sunny in Seattle. It this is. Week. It is beautiful. Yes. Yeah, and we are recording this on four twenty, and uh, the. Happy you know, 420, everybody. Happy 420. The yeah. world got some good news today. Yes. Uh, so we are, you know, mildly celebrating with, you know. A little accountability. <laughs> little accountability being mm-hmm. held, uh, you know. Yeah. I'm not going to say the cop's name because I no. was going to, but I'm not going to. No. The murderer of George Floyd. Yes. Yeah. There was we go. held accountable. And, and the fact that we had to question if that was going to happen. What the heck? Well, celebrations are in order. Yeah. Cheers. Mild. Because there's a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, a lot mm-hmm. of work to be done. But mm-hmm. we're taking, you know. We're taking steps. Work. There we go. So what else? Um, I don't know what else. What else? <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Because it, it was just one of those days, you know, there was a lot going on in the world today. Yeah. There is. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't even have any words. Okay. <laughs> I'm speechless. Cut. That's Cut. never happened. <laughs> I have no words. That's never happened before. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. So, you know what we can talk about? What's that? Is the fact that the topic that you're talking about today <laughs> was not the topic you were going to talk about today. Listen. Okay, this was only the second time. I don't know if we've ever talked about this before. So we have notes. We each have mm-hmm. our own, like, mm-hmm. you know, iPhone notes. Yes. Of topics we want to cover. Yeah. And there was one, and I'm not going to tell you what it was because I actually want to see if people can guess. Okay. There is this movie mm-hmm. that is like infamous yes. in the sci fi category, which, yes. you know, I love me some sci fi. You do. And we even went to the Mopop, you know, a few weeks ago, me and Fact Check Jake, and in the sci-fi, there was a big, there there was was a huge display, and I'm like, all right, I've never really seen this movie, Mm -hmm. and I don't know what all of the, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what's all this ruckus about. Yeah. Um, All the chicanery. So I was like, I'm going to do it. You're going to do this movie. Because it's really popular. Really popular. (laughs) And we put it on. That movie Uh was trash. It was garbage. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we were about 15 minutes in and I was like, mm, I don't think I can do this because it was so problematic and just bad. And then I fell asleep. I was going to say, and then 15 <laughs> minutes later, you're over there like. <laughs> <laughs> and I 
woke up and I was like, I'm going to be honest with both of you. Jake's like, do you want me to rewind? And you're like, nope, just keep going. I'm going to be honest. This movie is trash. I was just drooling over mm-hmm. there. We're so, not going to do it. Yeah, so you're not going to give the title, but I can say that it was a 1980s movie. So I <laughs> yeah. grew up with this movie. This was actually my brother's favorite movie. Yeah. And so he watched it all the time. I only ever watched it once when it first came out, and I can kind of see now why it's I never bad. watched it again. It's bad. It, it, I, you know, it was never a favorite of mine. He loved it. It had a few good one-liners mm-hmm, that I caught mm-hmm, when mm-hmm, I wasn't asleep. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing, though. <laughs> I fell asleep, and there were, like, some social issues. You know what I yes, mean? Yes, yes. And I woke up, and there were more. So whatever yes. I missed in the middle, I I'm, I think it's safe to say it was all bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Now, we can say that maybe... Hmm. We can, we can, I think we have to start doing like categories. So this was not, I'm not going to flash the cinematic piece of crap badge. You're not? I'm going to flash it. But I'm going to flash the, this movie did not stand the test of time badge. (laughs) And I'm flashing my cinematic piece of crap badge. I don't see what, what the big fuss is about. Maybe it's just, you know. This is like an iconic movie. It is. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you follow us on social media, I'm going to do... You know, this is a contest. If you can guess what movie we're talking about, we'll send you some, like, stickers and a koozie. Mm-hmm, <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. Because I think yeah, a lot of people would it. be upset with me for saying that this movie is that garbage. That you didn't like it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Stand, I'm sticking to it. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, another, you know, I put on Instagram, hey, uh, <laughs> last minute Lee here, and I went to do my <laughs> research, and that movie was garbage, and now I need to hurry up and do something. Mm-hmm. Plan uh, B. Plan B, and uh, I put a poll up, and yeah. the Haunted Mansion one. Nice. So, we're going to talk about some Eddie Murphy today, which we love. We just listen to him. We do. Before every episode, Before we every listen episode. to Party All the Time. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times we've said that, yeah. probably a lot. If anyone can find Party All the Time on vinyl and hook us up here at Uncle Bob's, please. It needs to be in the studio. Yes. We can't find Framed. it for under like a large sum of money. That's right. If you're out at a garage sale and you you find a copy of this gem and you're not interested, please let me know. Hey, remember will- that time when you bought us both a shirt that has Eddie Murphy's face on it and says party all the time? Yeah, and I forgot to wear it today and I'm really upset with myself. Instead, you have your Beatles rubber sole on. Thank you. I'm sure everyone <laughs> really needed to know that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Virgo Lord. You know, sure. <laughs> I like to give the details. Just covering the bases. <laughs> all right, so before we get into Eddie Murphy. Yes. We have a patron to thank. Wonderful. New patron, Claire, is an yes. old hag. Welcome. Welcome, Claire. We're so excited. Welcome to the family. If you want to join the Patreon family, please head to the show notes. It'll be linked there. You get all kinds of goodies. Mm -hmm. So exciting. And speaking of stuff in the show notes, starting today. Yes. Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet will be donating to a different organization or cause every week. I love that. Okay. Um, And the link to whichever organization we choose will be placed in our show notes so that if you would also like to join in or learn about the organization or donate, uh, you can do so. Yes. I love that. Yes. Also, if you have an organization that you have worked with or donated to or you think deserves a shout out, please let us know on social media. Instagram DMs are a good way to reach out to me. Yeah. All right. Fact Check Jake, what do we pick this week? 
This week's charity is Cage-Free Cannabis. They help the cannabis industry and its consumers repair harms of the war on drugs. Uh, Cage-Free Cannabis is rooted in three kinds of justice, reparative, economic, and environmental. All right. I love that. Awesome. Yep. Yeah, on 420, we had to, you know, we had to do it. We had to do it. So if you want to donate, if you can, head to the link in our show notes. Wonderful. All right, and with that... Let's dive on in. It's time for the Haunted Mansion. Yes. Yeah, so here was my poll. It was either the Haunted Mansion or the Pick of Destiny. And I'm so sorry, Jack Black. Eddie, Eddie <laughs> he, beat you he out. He beat you out. And I was a little <laughs> excited about it. Don't worry. There were a lot of people that did vote for the Pick Destiny. And I that, will do it. That, oh, that's such a good one. It will be covered. Okay, awesome. All right, Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. 2003. Comedy wow. fantasy Disney film. I did not know it was 2003. Wow. Do you feel old? I really do. Like, <laughs> I saw that and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I remember seeing this in the movie theater yeah. when it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I loved it. So it's based on the attraction of the Walt Disney theme parks. Haunted attraction. <laughs> attraction. <laughs> Basically, the attraction of, of the, the attraction. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I can't talk. It's been a long day. <laughs> just, just go with it. Um, directed by Rob Minkoff, and here's your cast. Give it to me. Of course, we have Eddie Murphy yes, as Jim Evers, the man. He's our king here at Uncle Bob's. I don't know king. how that happened, but we love it. <laughs> uh, we have Marsha Thomason as Sarah Evers, Ari Davis as Megan. Mark John Jeffries as Michael, Nathaniel Parker as Gracie, Terrence Stamp as Ramsley, and Jennifer Tilly as Madame Leota, which okay. wasn't a fan of that casting choice, but okay. we're, <laughs> we'll right. get to that. Okay. okay, thank you. No offense, Jennifer Tilly. Now I, now I kind of feel now bad. Now you feel bad, okay. I'm sure. <laughs> You're like, you bitch. <laughs> you are so mean. <laughs> I know. Okay, so here's the rundown. The movie opens at a masked ball. And Mm -hmm. we see flashes of a woman being poisoned and her lover being so distraught over her death that he hangs himself in the bell tower of a big-ass mansion. Okay, and it's, like, happening very quickly. They they hit the ground running. They really did. Wow, okay. (laughs) It's like a montage. (laughs) And I'm like, that's a dark (laughs) montage. (laughs) Okay, so then we flash to present day. Okay. All right. Jim Evers, Eddie, uh, and his wife Sarah are realtors. Evers and Evers. And they want to help you be happy for evers <laughs> and evers. Cute. Oh, catchy. <laughs> I like the marketing. Uh, but Jim is too dedicated to work. Mm-hmm. Okay. He mm-hmm. misses family events. He ditches his wife on their anniversary. Ooh, he's, not little, good. he's a workaholic, I would mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. So to make up for it, Jim says that the family is going to take the weekend off and go up to the lake. I love that. All right. Uh, but they get a call right before they leave um, about a big mansion. That someone wants to put up for sale. And, you know, he can't help he's, himself. He's not going to miss that he's opportunity. He's chomping a bit. He's right. like, we got to stop on the way. <laughs> this is big. It'll take two minutes. Big money. Right? Okay. That old line. <laughs> it will only take two minutes. I That's, promise. They kept saying, they're like, it will only be in there for 10 minutes. Okay, Ed. All right. They arrive at the mansion and it's spooky as hell. It's giant. Mm-hmm. It looks abandoned. Uh, there's a big cemetery in the back. No. You know how I always say, one look? Absolutely not. That's a no for me, dog. Absolutely not. Uh, But, of course, they're like, yeah, this seems totally (laughs) fine. Uh, And they go in and they immediately meet the creepy old, like, butler named Ramsley, Mm -hmm. who tells them that Master Gracie wishes to discuss his affairs with them over dinner. 
Oh, geez. So the 10-minute thing? Nope. Lies. Mm -hmm. Lies. Uh, They meet Gracie, who seems very interested in Sarah, the wife. Like, he's only focusing his attention on her. Oh, well. Okay. He's putting the eyes on her. All right. Okay, and Eddie's, like, stepping in. He's like, excuse me. (laughs) Step aside. Step aside. So this will be important later. Okay. So he explains that the house belongs to him. It's his fortune. Okay. But it has become too much to bear because of all of the ghosts. Uh Uh-oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the Evers family is like, all right, well, Mm -hmm. time to go. (laughs) Thanks for dinner. Uh, But there's a storm, of course. Of course. That floods the road out. Uh, And they're stuck. They're stuck. They have to spend the night. They have to spend the damn night. All right. Okay, so here... I saw that coming. Did you? Yes. Okay. So here is where the movie gets kind of scattered. Not in a bad way, mm-hmm. but like they all kind of split up. So I'm going to focus okay. on one chunk at a time. All right. All right, so let's follow Eddie Murphy. Let's do it. Later that night, uh, he heads down to the library to meet Gracie for a drink. Mm-hmm. And while he's waiting for him to arrive, uh, he accidentally stumbles upon a secret passageway. You know, like, where you accidentally, like, pull a book mm-hmm. and it, like, opens a door. Mm-hmm. I've always mm-hmm. wanted one of those. Is Rick James behind the door in a recording studio? Stop that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He just busts into party all the time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anywho, he goes to check out this secret passageway and he gets locked inside of this tunnel. Okay. Which ends up leading him to a room with a glowing green crystal ball. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, hell yeah, what's up? Hey, I like hey. that. Uh, inside the ball is a woman. Like, you can only see her head. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and her name is Madame Leota. Okay. Who says she is the seer of all and the voice to the spirits. Okay. And it's Jennifer Tilly's voice. And here's the here's where I say she has maybe the most, like, unique voice. Mm-hmm. And so I can't, like, separate. Yeah. <laughs> like, but it's one of those, like, a Gilbert Gottfried it kind of like yes. gets on your, I'm so sorry, Jennifer Tilly, listen, <laughs> you're a great actress. You seem lovely. I don't really know anything Iconic about you. voice. <laughs> Iconic voice, little awkward in this scenario. I, you know what I, I mean? I can completely understand okay, how good. that would be. You're with yep. me. Mm-hmm. Anywho, she tells Jim that there is a devil's curse in the house that seeks to destroy him specifically. But if he follows the light, it will lead him home. Okay. Okay. So now we're going to go to the kids. All right. All right, they are bored just hanging around their room. Yeah, there's we'll nothing to do. To some of there's the no TV. You won't be bored. I know. That's kind of <laughs> what they do. They see this floating orb that is flying around, and it's kind of like asking them to follow it. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'd be like, screw the television. Exactly. Everyone's just kind of like, yeah, this is fine. I would be sharding myself. I'd <laughs> <laughs> be like, absolutely not. Okay. So they follow the orb, which mm-hmm. leads them to an old painting of a woman that looks exactly like their mom. Mm. Are we starting to connect dots? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, when they run away, they run into Jim, Eddie, okay. uh, and explain everything to him with the help of their new friends who happen to be ghosts. Nice. All right. So now they're all together. Okay. Now we're going to go to Sarah, the wife. Mm-hmm. All right. She goes to find Jim and the kids. She's MIA. Well, they're MIA. Oh, okay. You know who she runs into. Um, Man putting the eyes. Oh, of What's course. his name? Gracie. Gracie. <laughs> I almost called him Gassy. <laughs> Not correct. <laughs> he could have he been Gassy. He could have been Gassy. That's not really sexy and sensual like I think they were going for. <laughs> Maybe flatulence was a problem. <laughs> 
why are farts so funny? Like, has anyone looked into that? Because, dude, I could literally, like, I, it'll get a laugh They're out of me funny. every time. Like, I literally just said gassy, and I'm like, that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm a child. Okay, when she asks why he would want to sell this mansion, are you still giggling about the farts? No, you can't unhear it, right? I know, right? <laughs> do you just picture Eddie Murphy farting? <laughs> now I do. <laughs> Rail it in. Jake's giving okay. me the eyes. <laughs> Okay, she's like, why would you want to sell this mansion? It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And he says he he's just going to show her why. Uh-oh. Okay? Mm-hmm. but And he begins to tell her of Elizabeth. Okay? The love of his life that he was unable to be with. Okay? It was like little Romeo and Juliet situation. Okay. They were, oh, you know, he was rich, she was poor. Uh, couldn't be together. Wrong side of the tracks. Is that yes. what they call it? Yep. Yeah. So okay. she took her own life. So this is who he saw at the beginning. Ooh. Okay? Um, and then he took his. Oh, because no. the pain was unbearable. So he's a ghost. So he's a ghost. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay, so I far- did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> can a ghost fart? You can always hear him coming. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, though. Could a ghost fart? Because now I'm going to be thinking about that for a while. Ask Zach Bagans. <laughs> One day when we have Zach Bagans on this podcast, that's yeah, the question I'm going to ask. Right. But can ghosts fart? <laughs> that's what I really want to know, Zach. <laughs> this is the important shit. <sighs> All right. So now his soul wanders the halls of the mansion waiting for Elizabeth to return. Uh-oh. It's actually kind of sweet. We're kind of making fun of him. <laughs> but it's kind of sweet. And he thinks it's her. And he thinks it's her. I know it's now, it's heartbreaking. I feel bad, don't you? I feel bad <laughs> all for, because I for can't. Josh and <laughs> all because I can't pronounce a name. Okay, so now Jim and the kids, plus their new ghost friends, mm-hmm. are all together, and Madame Leota explains to them what's going on. Okay, okay, so everything that Gassy Ghost just <laughs> just explained, right? Uh, Gracie believes that Sarah is Elizabeth, like you just, mm-hmm. you called that one. I called it. Okay. And he wants to be with her. Oh. Leota tells them that they will need to find a key that lies in the tomb beneath the great dead oak and use it in a trunk in order to break the curse and save the family. Mm-hmm. Plus all of the ghosts that are also trapped in the mansion. Everyone's stuck there. Okay. It's not pretty. Okay. So they go to the cemetery to find this key. Mm-hmm. They see a bunch of ghosts, which if you've been to Disney and you've been on the Haunted Mansion ride, here is where it really like starts to feel like the ride, but we'll get into that. Okay. So long story very short, because I'm not going to get into, Mm -hmm. you know, there's a big, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, scene at the end. Mm -hmm. Uh, They get the key, they open the trunk, and they find a letter from Elizabeth to Gassy. (laughs) 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 Basically confirming that she did not kill herself. Oh, no. She wanted to marry him. There's nothing in there that would indicate that she was going to kill herself, okay? Then we find out that Ramsley, the creepy butler. It's always, it's the, creep- always the butler. It's always the creepy butler. Mm-hmm. Killed her because she was distracted. Distra- distracted. <laughs> you know who the best butler is, though? Who? Tim Curry and Clue. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> did you? I did. He really is. He's the best. Wasn't he bad, though? Yeah. They're it, always It's bad. always the bad butler. Okay. Um, the girl was distracting Gracie from, like, his fortune. Mm-hmm. So Ramsley took her out. Okay. 
His plan was to have Sarah marry Gracie to break the curse and kind of get him to get over it. But Jim and the kids end up saving the day with the help of their friends. They show Gracie the letter. Okay, Ramsley Mm -hmm. figured out. Foiled. Okay, we also find out that the orb that has been helping them was the spirit of Elizabeth. Love it. So Elizabeth and Gracie are reunited. Oh, and the curse is broken. I love that. Okay, so now that the curse is broken, all of the spirits are released. Everyone lives happily ever after. The Evers own the mansion, and they're sailing off into the sunset. I love it. Love it. We love a happy ending for Eddie. Of course. (laughs) Okay. So, I want to talk about a few things, but mainly the real haunted mansion, because it was inspired by a few creepy houses. I love it. Okay, so the mansion seemed to be inspired by a number of different houses. I want to put, okay. that, put that out there, because I don't want anyone coming for me, because I okay. know Disney people mm-hmm. are a little passionate. They're serious, yeah. I am not a Disney fanatic. Please do not No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just like this movie around Halloween. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. All right. So I stumbled across many different ones, but two kept popping up. Okay. So we're going to talk about those main two. Okay. I All love right. it. Okay. So the first is the Shipley Lidecker House, which is a mansion in <laughs> Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore. <laughs> okay, shut up. The Shipley Mansion. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it was built in the early 1800s. Mm-hmm. Okay. All the best mansions are. <laughs> okay. All right. When coming up with the ideas for the haunted mansion attraction, Disney Imagineers stumbled upon a book with a photo of this house in it. Okay. Okay. So visually, this was the inspiration. Okay. As far as I can tell. Awesome. Now, the haunted part, mm-hmm. here's where the second one comes in. Okay. The Sour Castle. Sour? Not sweet. Sour. <laughs> Yes, actually, kind of. It seems like it. Um, Is in Kansas City, Missouri. And it is a Gothic-style castle slash home. It's not really a castle. Mm -hmm. They just call it a castle. Um, Built in the late 1800s. Okay? And there are a lot of urban legends surrounding this house. The first occupant was a man named Anton Sauer. He lived there with his wife and their 12 children. Susie Sweet. (laughs) What? His name is Anton Sauer. Did he marry Susie Sweet? Oh, my God. I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> You're cute. Okay. Anywho, there are 12 children. You breezed past that, and I'm going to need you to go back. 12. Just, 12. No. What do you Mm-mm. think of that? You have this, and you can barely keep up. <laughs> imagine, imagine 12 of 12. me. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah, you're like, no. So death seemed to haunt this family and the house. Okay. Okay. One child died very young. Mr. Sauer died from tuberculosis. Supposedly, someone committed suicide in the tower, just like in the movie. Okay. Okay. Bodies being buried in the house was the thing that I kept seeing. um, And also saw something about a man murdering his entire family in the house. Oh, wow. But cheapers. It's an urban legend. Oh. So who knows what is factual and what isn't? Yeah. And there's always an urban legend, like locally, Mm -hmm. about a haunted house. Like I remember in the neighborhood that I grew up in, there was one house where we were like, we never see anyone go in and out of there. Absolutely. It's haunted. Yeah. So I feel like this was just that. Hey, you know what would be really super cool is if our listeners would tell us about one of their local urban legends in their town. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be cool? I would stay up all night reading them. I know. 
Oh, that would be so cool. We'd learn so much. Okay, we'll figure that out. Okay, love it. I like that. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> and there on that go. note. Hey, you wouldn't let me swear last week, and I kept my cool, and I didn't burp at all. So you're going to get <laughs> a lot of that this week. <laughs> okay, so the Sour Castle was basically this haunted house okay. to that area. Uh, Walt Disney lived in Kansas City when he was younger. Okay, oh, so, so there's the connect. Yeah, so Disney enthusiasts believe that his house was that this house was probably part of the inspiration for okay. him making the attraction in the first place. Love that. Fun. That is a fun little tidbit. Yeah, so that's my lesson. I know it's not like a big one this week, but I thought it was cool. Hey, you know what? I always find haunted houses fascinating. I do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think we can, you know, we just can't talk about them enough because no. there's so many of them. There are so many. And mm-hmm. I really do like that aspect of like there being a haunted house mm-hmm. in everyone's neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's some side notes slash fun facts. Ooh, love it. Okay, the movie itself has really cool imagery, like the opening mm-hmm. sequence uh, has tarot cards flying around mm-hmm. and keys and mm-hmm. masks in the number 13. And it's oh. like I said, I really like to watch it around Halloween. Yeah. It's one that's always on my list. Yeah. It's, it's got some spooky right vibes. Up our alley there. Yeah. As a visual person, mm-hmm. I can say that the Haunted Mansion ride mm-hmm. at Disney mm-hmm. is incredible. Is and it? it's one of the main reasons, like we've talked about, you've never been to mm-hmm. a Disney park. I want you to go so you yeah. can see this ride. So I can see this ride. Because I think you would be in love would with I it. Would I love it? Yeah, there's like the stretching pictures and the singing mm. bus, and there's so much detail. Oh, I love that. I mean, Disney is like, the whole thing is yeah. full of detail. But yeah. this one, there's just something, I don't know, maybe it's because I like yeah. spooky stuff. There's just something really special about it. Neat. And the movie... I feel like did a really good job of capturing like what it feels like to be on the ride. On the ride. Oh, yeah. that's cool. They really did a good job. I do want to note that if I die before seeing the Haunted Mansion attraction transform into the Halloween town scene from Nightmare Before Christmas, I will oh, that what they use? fucking haunt both of you. Is that what they use? The, the Haunted, Haunted Mansion? Man- yeah. Oh, and they turn it into it's Jack It's like Jack took it over and, and turned it into Halloween town. And if I don't see I it before that. I die... All of you, you listeners too, I'm coming for you. So <laughs> that's going to be an anniversary thing for you and Jake, right? Since you were married on Halloween. I hope so. Now that, that we're cool. um, in California, no, we're not in California. We're not in California, but we're, <laughs> we're close ne- to we're it. We're near it. I hope to be able to get, yeah. you know, obviously yeah. when it's safe. Yeah. So that's cool. Here's my last fun fact. Give it to me. You're going to like this one. Will I? The son in this movie, mm-hmm. Michael, mm-hmm. has a poster in his room. Can you guess who the poster was of? I is it Eddie Murphy? Harry yeah. fucking Houdini. Oh my <laughs> gosh! Are you kidding? No, did you say Eddie Murphy? Well, you know <laughs> he had a party all the time. <laughs> It was him and Rick James. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, Harry Houdini. I I saw it and I was like. Oh, my God. Could Harry Houdini and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. If you two don't stop <laughs> weaving your way into our episodes, I'm going to riot. I saw it and I'm like, motherfucker, why? Why? See, that's the difference. Like, we, I try to interject John Cusack and you try to interject Maddie, Maddie L. Yeah. But we don't try to interject uh, Arthur Conan Doyle and Harry Houdini, no. and they make it in quite often. They just keep often. slipping in. They keep popping up in all We don't want stuff. you. No. <laughs> just Stop. I mean, I think it's super cool. It is interesting that maybe, like, I just never noticed it, but they, they were really so are everywhere. iconic. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's the Haunted Mansion. I think if you love spooky things, it's really fun. It's lighthearted. It's got some cool imagery in there. We love Eddie. He's hysterical. It, the it. whole movie was funny. Go watch awesome. it. And if you do get a chance at some point to go to Disney, I would say beeline it, it for that ride. Yes, that sounds cool. All right, I'm done. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm done. That's all I've got. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well... I'm up to, to the plate. Oh, no. You sound unsure. <laughs> well, I can tell you. Um, so sometimes when we think of these ideas and it's like, oh, this is great. And then you get in and start doing the research. And I I mean, I'm sure there's other people out there that have podcasts. and But maybe you listeners don't realize that sometimes the research is like hours. I Days. spend so much like so many hours researching this topic. Yeah. This one has literally taken me two weeks. And I think I said right before we sat down to film, like I'm ready to excavate this. Got to un- yeah, unload. I think this is the first time that I've done a topic where it has like affected me mm. where I'm like, okay, I'm ready to shed this because I've been reading too much about it. Mm. And I usually am pretty opinionated or I, you know, pretty much. But with this topic, I'm like, it was, so I'm talking about Madame Bathory today. Okay. Okay. And so, um, it's very divided and I came out not being sure on which side I was on. So, so I got to tell you, I know nothing about this topic, like nothing at all. Not even one little Mm -hmm. sliver of nothing about maybe I'll be your deciding factor. Okay. (gasps) Okay. I love that. And I will love to hear from listeners on what they think. Um, so Madam Bathory, and I'm sure maybe a lot of people don't know who she is. Okay. So the movie that I picked, um, is the 2008 two hour and 21 minute. Why? No, I I always (laughs) seem to do it. Um, Called Bathory, the Countess of Blood. The Countess of Blood. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And I'm intrigued. And here I am. So this movie was listed as a historical drama. Okay. Um, She is considered, she is listed in the Guinness books. I'm just going to give a little, just snippet, because if you don't know who who she she is, she is listed in the Guinness Book of World Records as the most notorious serial killer, the original serial killer. What? Mm -hmm. You know I love me some serial killer, like... Mm-hmm. facts and I don't yeah. know about this she's listed as the world's most prolific mass murderer with 650 people murdered in her lifetime whoa so this movie now so when I'm saying it's divided okay she's seen as this mass murderer who has who's murdered 650 people right and on the flip side of the coin is that she was a woman of power and it was a political power play. So she was a victim. So villain, victim. And there doesn't seem to be much shade of gray. It's Mm. either one side or the other. Okay. And so when I picked this, so there's been many movies done about her, and I picked this one um, because I'm always a staunch advocate for the the woman. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, so I was like, okay, so this one was considered a historical drama depicting her as the victim. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. 
um, is part of a political motivation. Okay. Okay. Um, it was produced, and I am going to apologize right now because the uh, you know a lot of the names in here I probably cannot pronounce correctly. How does it feel? No, <laughs> I you know, tell me right I now. I know. Produced um, by Yori or Yoraj Jakubisko. It's his first film done in English. Okay. Um, and on making the film, he stated that Countess Elizabeth Bathory is the most famous aristocrat that lived in what was Slovakia today. Can you explain to me what the word aristocrat means? So royalty. Ro- okay. Yeah. I yes. hope no one makes fun of me for that. And here's why. You know what comes to my mind? The aristocrats. Oh. Okay. <laughs> An aristocrat is someone of royal blood or okay. noble blood. Okay. They carried a lot Family of weight. Family of, yes, gotcha. Right. Okay, good to know. Um, so she is the most famous aristocrat that lived in what was Slovakia today. Okay. Okay, so she is so well known uh, that she made the Guinness Book of World Records. So he says that it is a case of, unfortunately, her being born at the wrong time in history. Mm, okay. okay. And so he decided to produce this movie and, you know, based shine on... Shine some light. Shine a little light. So here's the cast. Anna Friel plays Elizabeth Bathory. Mm-hmm. Carl Roden plays Georg Thurzo. Okay. Vincent Regan plays Ferenc Nasdi. Okay. Uh, Hans Matheson, who you might remember in The Mists of Avalon as... Um, Is he the one with the bread? <laughs> What? No, he's <laughs> Mordred. Oh, oh. <laughs> Plays uh, Marisi Caravaggio. Okay. Who is a famous artist. He did St. Jerome's writing. Mm. Anyway. Diana Jacobiskova plays Darvulia. And there was a $15 million budget. Is considered one of the most expensive Slovak films made. Oh, okay. Uh, so the plot is based on Elizabeth Bathory, Hungarian countess in the 16th and 17th centuries. Uh, she was born in 1560, and her story takes place in a part of the kingdom of Hungary, which is now Slovakia. So she is married in an arranged marriage. This is the plot we're heading. Okay. Um, a political... You know, arrangement arrangement mm-hmm. to Ferenc Nazdi, uh, and they have four children. Okay. In the retelling of this s- story, she is considered a healer who conducts medical experiments and rudimentary autopsies in a hospital underneath her castle. And she pe- appears to be an herbalist. They kind of play her out as an herbalist. Why are they? All- <laughs> Why are the herbalists always like, you're bad? No, right? That's funny. Um, So her husband is never home, and he's always fighting wars while she takes care of the kids in the castle. Uh, She becomes lonely and begins an affair with famed artist Caravaggio. Well, risque. Risque. He was actually taken prisoner, and he was uh, made to paint a portrait of Elizabeth and the kids. Okay. He okay. ends up dying, apparently, of the plague. Oh, R.I.P. I know. Uh, throughout the film, we get the idea that she has these bouts of illness that she can't seem to get rid of. Okay. okay? Until she meets up with a witch named Dravulia. Mm. Uh, she becomes her right-hand woman and saves her from the sickness. Okay. Okay. 
Um, we keep seeing Elizabeth in these scenes. She's like bathing in this tub and it's red. Oh. Okay. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> so, right. Hmm. And in the meantime, all of these maidens seem to be disappearing. Winky dink. <laughs> she claims the water is herbs that have turned the water red. So Elizabeth Bathory has been accused of trying to keep her youth by drinking and bathing in the blood of virgins. Okay. Wow, there's a lot to drink in there. There's right? lot, Okay, there's a lot so to dissect. <laughs> those are the claims. Okay. Uh, Ferenc becomes injured, and he charges his right-hand man, Thurzo, to take care of his widow and family as he dies. Okay. okay. R.I.P. R.I.P. Ferenc. Okay. Uh, at the funeral, we see Thurzo. His wheels are turning. He's like, mm, land grab. And he propositions Elizabeth Bathory. Uh, you know, to let's link up. Let's link up, girl. <laughs> I want your land. <laughs> I want your land and your money. <laughs> I don't care what you're doing in that bathtub. Right. Give me the land. <laughs> and she basically tells him to go pound salt, right? Nice, nice. Uh, he's really not happy to hear that. And his lover at the time, I mean, like, wouldn't she be pissed? I guess not. Uh, <laughs> is also an expert in the herbal magics and offers to help him get revenge for the rejection oh okay so then we soon see elizabeth having all of these weird visions that involve like killing brutally killing these young women right and we she can't seem to tell the dreams from reality are you killing people right so that's what they don't show us they leave it you know kind of like Hmm, is she or isn't she? Is she dreaming? So we can't tell the dream from the reality. Um, And so then Dravulia discovers that someone has been slipping some magic mushrooms (laughs) into Elizabeth's drinks. Okay. (laughs) Okay. She ends up blaming Dravulia and kicks her out of the castle. Wow. Okay. Your only friend. Okay. Your only friend. Um, she is set up on killing these young women and arrested and locked up in the castle until she basically sets her room on fire and goes up in flames dying on her own terms. Okay. And Thurzo, upon hearing of her death, admits that he has always loved her. What the Thurzo, shut the fuck up. Right. (laughs) Get out of here. Okay. mm -hmm. Wow. There's a lot happening here. There's a lot happening. And I just gave you the rundown. This is a two and a half hour movie. All right. Wow. I'm really proud of you for just wrapping that. That's nice. Isn't it? Way to go, Laura. Thanks. I appreciate that. (laughs) You're welcome. So this movie is listed as a historical drama. And at first I was like, ooh, cool. You know, power play. Right, right. Here we have this powerful woman, but not much of the film seemed to be based on facts. Okay. So I was like, okay, this is great. So she's not the bloodthirsty, you know, killer villain yeah. that she has been historically made out to be. And here we can see a whole nother side of it. Right. Um, but there didn't seem to be a lot of facts in the movie, like her having the affair with Caravaggio. I could not find any any evidence that that actually happened. And I think that they linked the two of them up because he himself was very mad. He had murdered someone. Like, he's a famous artist. Right. Um, but Me having gone to art school for four years, I'm like, <laughs> if Jake pulled up his most what famous picture, okay. you would, because they used it on Ink Master when they did the the, the paintings. <laughs> You're like that, you know, on Ink Master, <laughs> that degree in art you have. 
You wouldn't know it from there. You would know it from Ink Master. When Dave Navarro showcased that, that's when you would know. That's right. If he pulled it up, you would know. Okay. All right. So here, let's let's get into who was the real Elizabeth Bathory. Please tell me. Okay. So she was born on the family estate in Royal Hungary in 1560. That much was true in the movie. (laughs) Nailed it. Okay. So she was born into a privileged family. She had wealth. She was highly educated. She spoke like four or five languages. Okay. Um, And she had a prominent social ranking. Nice. Okay. Okay. Entire package. Yeah. Got it. Her family were high-ranking officials in Transylvania. Okay. Okay. Cool. Her dad was a baron, and her uncle was the prince of Transylvania. So her family controlled... Transylvania. Okay. And they were second only to the royal family. Gotcha. So high up there. Right. And as a child, she suffered from seizures, Hmm. which was probably epilepsy, although it wasn't, didn't have a, you know, diagnosis at the time. And at the time, they referred to it as the falling sickness. Okay. Okay. And one of the treatments included rubbing the blood of a non-sufferer, like someone that was healthy, on the lips of the afflicted person. Again, a lot to unpack there. Right. So that leads some to believe as she aged, the condition worsened, and then she took to these vampiric ways of drinking and bathing in blood to try to stave off the epilepsy. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. So again, there's no, not a lot, there's no solid proof. Okay. Another theory is that she was taught by her family to be cruel, witnessed many brutal punishments by her family's officers, uh, not to mention her family was involved in Satanism and witchcraft. Again, no proof. Um, you know, mm-hmm. at the age of 10, she is engaged to Ferenc Nadezdi, if I said that right. Okay. Uh, he's the son of a baron. Okay. Okay. So we have the arranged marriage. That is true. They get married when Elizabeth is 15 and Ferenc is 19. Okay. 4,500 people are invited to this wedding. I don't even know 45 people. <laughs> No, four. No. Um, And they are married for 29 years. Oh, wow. And have four children. Okay. So important tidbit here. Elizabeth's social standing is higher than Ferenc. Okay. And she refuses to take his name. And instead, he assumes the surname of Bathory. Wow. Right? Yeah. Flip script. So that's pretty interesting. Okay. As a wedding gift, she is given a castle a country house, and 17 adjacent villages. Oh, my God, with some wine glasses. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Which are transferred to her upon their nuptials. Okay. Okay? So she's rich. I mean, she's got all this stuff, okay? Gotcha. The castle, I probably am not going to say this right, Kashtis was one of the darkest, most bleakly gothic castles in all of Hungary. It was her favorite home. Okay. And where almost all of her mayhem occurred, supposedly, right? Mayhem in a gothic castle? Ah, it still stands and is a tourist attraction that Fun. you can visit, right? <gasps> Add to the, the list. list. Okay. Um, they often led separate lives as Ferenc was always away fighting wars, and it is reported that she had many affairs. Nailed it again. Although 
no evidence of Carpaggio. All right, so. Creative liberties, lore. I know. So here's when things start going a little haywire, right? Okay. So in 1604, her husband dies. Okay. R.I.P. again. R.I.P. But he entrusts his right-hand man, Thurzo, to look after her and the kids, which that's true. Okay. Um, Dravulia, also a real person, Mm -hmm. she also passes away from a stroke. Um, And so they're saying that she became... Grief-stricken. Grief-stricken. And, yeah, her behavior became... A little weird. A little weird. Gotcha. Um, So rumors start spreading because all of these young girls, specifically in her employ, start disappearing and turning up dead. I see. Okay. And they're young girls, like ages 10 to 14. Oh. But nobody really does anything about it because... Are they the lower class? They're the lower class. Gotcha. But then some of the upper class girls. Not the upper class. The (laughs) upper class. The noble folk uh, start disappearing. And everyone gives a shit. And everyone's like, (laughs) what the crap, right? Right. Um, And so then they can't kind of ignore it. Okay. So in 1610, King Matthias assigns Thurzo. Mm Mm-hmm now the Count Palatine of Hungary, to investigate the claims, and on December 1609, she's arrested. Mm. According to Thurzo, he catches her in the act, torturing young women in the basement of the castle, and she's covered in blood. Okay. Uh, There seems to be proof that he completely made this up and that she was eating dinner at the time of her arrest. Nice. Okay. Okay. So, by but by 1611... There are over 300 witness statements against her. Okay. Okay. A trial and execution would have caused a public scandal and led to the disgrace of a prominent and influential family that literally ruled Transylvania. Mm -hmm. Not to mention that if she was executed, her estate would go to the crown. If she was imprisoned, then it would remain with the family. Okay. So, um... She was not executed, but they say she was imprisoned in the castle and bricked up, you right. know, yeah. until her death. Like a few years later at the age of 54, nobody's really sure how she died. Some some of the accounts say they think she was murdered. Jeez. Right. Okay. So many authors have come out to say that she was a victim of conspiracy. Mm. Uh, it was uh, – she supported her nephew – Gabor, who was the ruler of Transylvania and a rival to Hungary. It was not uncommon to accuse a wealthy widow of murder, witchcraft, or sexual misconduct to seize her land. Uh, it was politically motivated because of her extensive wealth and ownership of large areas of land in Hungary. So they wanted what she had. Right. Okay. The situation escalated after her husband's death. The witnesses were co- coerced. Or it was all hearsay. Like, she said or he said, but nobody actually saw. Anything. Yeah. Mm. Uh, The body count was extremely exaggerated. Really? Yeah. She also had lent money to the Hungarian government because they were struggling and they did not want to pay it back. Ooh. Uh, She was an intelligent woman who often bullied men who tried to threaten her. Well, shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. The rumor of her drinking and bathing in the blood of young virgins did not appear in print until 100 years after her death. Hmm. 
1729. And so that's where that whole myth came from. Because you always say that she's like the original vampire, right. is what you say. Right. Um, however, okay, so then at this point I do the research and I'm like... Phew. She's innocent. She's innocent. Oh, no. Okay. What are you going to tell me? However. Oh, no. Okay. And I said both of the sides were pretty, you know, one or the, one other. Or the other. But one thing that most of them did agree on was that she was very cruel. And she. Not a nice person. Not a nice person. Um, and there were many examples of her torturing uh, the maids in her employ. She has been the subject of about 30 movies since the 1970s alone. Mm -hmm. So regardless, she was kind of a piece of shit. She wasn't a very, yeah. Um, She is often referred to as Countess Dracula, and along with Vlad the Impaler, who some say was her cousin. What? Okay. um, Was the inspiration of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know you have always told me that, but I didn't know anything Mm -hmm. about the story. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. You really took me on a journey there very quickly because I was all on the on board with she was innocent, and then and of course I always want to believe that because there are so few women in power that you know that you're like, oh my gosh, let's always root for the. It's not hard to believe that, especially at that time that. People would just throw them under the bus to get what they have. You they know, said but it was pretty common back in those days that they would torture and, you know, they would yeah, just still, kill their people in their employ and okay. stuff like that. But, like, common or not, that means you're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I don't know. Because from what you've said mm-hmm. and what it is confirmed that she has done, mm-hmm. it's not that far past that right of what she is but here's uh, the thing like in the 1500s like the literature is so you know what i mean no because you didn't say anything (laughs) (laughs) you're like the literature is so you know it's it's (laughs) (laughs) well so one of the articles i read validated the chaos for me because i feel like very chaotic about it It you know what i mean chaotic yeah um so one of the one of the men who um like i think he takes tours of the castle and stuff like that um he was asked like do you think she did it or do you think she didn't like what is your thought and he said it's so frustrating because there is no clear evidence that she actually committed these crimes Hmm. although if they wanted to get rid of her why would they just not accuse her of witchcraft it would have been much easier to get rid of her that way so that kind of leads you there has to be some truth because it's so far out there, kind yeah. of. Hmm. So it's kind of like interesting. So I was like, it seems almost that's too specific. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's a very specific thing you you were yeah. accused of doing. Exactly. I see. Interesting. So there, I did find an interesting. Um, it's called the Elizabeth Bathory.org. Okay. That you can go on and do. I mean, there was so much information, but it's all like, but there's no real historical proof or there's no proof or there's the facts aren't clear. You know what I mean? So it was kind of like just dead end, dead end, dead end, dead end. Dead end. Yeah. But this uh, this uh, organization is definitely on the fact that she was, um, you know, set up, set up. 
So interesting. I do encourage you to go and, you know, dive dive into this, dive into it. But in on this organization I checked out, they have just uncovered in the last, I don't know how many years, a a picture, a portrait of her done by an artist that they believe they authenticated that was her. But it was like in code. Okay. So they weren't sure that it was her because no one was allowed to talk of her. Oh, like shit. They weren't. So they were saying, like, there should be letters and there should be documentation. documentation right. But she, it was like, we don't talk about her. So huh. she was actually buried at the castle when she died. And the town was in such an uproar that they ended up having to move her, like, to her family's castle where she was born and when somebody i can't remember what year went to like unearth the grave she was not there so okay nobody knows mysterious nobody knows where she is what yeah so there's just so much information about her but again you know when you pull her up she's going to be like mass murderer you know drinks blood Vampire, ba- yeah. vamp, you know, vampire bathes in, in, uh, you know, blood. virgin blood to keep herself young and. Wow. Okay. I thought I was gonna have like a definitive yes. answer for I, you here, yeah. but I don't know. Right. And the fact that like none of it can really be authenticated, authenticated makes it a little difficult. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I might fall down that rabbit hole. I'm not. I'm even telling lie. you, there's. I mean, I could have just kept going. And I like every time I'm like, okay, I'm done. I was like, and there's another article and here's more. Right. And everybody had something, a different opinion to say. So I'm very curious. I definitely don't want to take away from the fact that she was a powerful woman and, you know. Yeah, but you also don't want to like if she was actually – this horrible person like yeah. i don't care if you were a powerful woman yeah you know what i mean right. like I, that's what i mean that's right. very oh oh yeah so you can see why i'm like okay i'm ready to shed this one yeah but a uh, fascinating historical figure nevertheless mm-hmm. interesting and so i'd be interested you know if anybody wants to do a little bit more deep diving on her or if you know more um yeah, we you might know. have listeners out there that just already know and have yeah. their own opinion. Yeah. I would be very curious. It's kind of like its own little mm-hmm. urban legend going yeah. on there. Yeah. That's very interesting. I didn't Isn't know any it? of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fascinating. Again, more than 30 movies done in the 70s based on her. And if wow. you can watch any of them, I encourage. I, there's one that was done around the same time as this. I think it was called The Countess. Mm. Um, and it... It's more of a horror movie, like oh, okay. shows her in the the Good. horror type. Oh, okay. You know, I yeah. might check that one out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Laura, you kind of stumped me on that one, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm stumped. My, I'm <laughs> stumped like, myself. Okay, I'm you like, seem so pleased. Did I come out yesterday? I'm like, I have such a headache. I know she was so <laughs> upset. I was like, what the hell is the problem? <laughs> <laughs> now I get it. That's a that's a rough one. And yeah. it is it is heavy too. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not like it's just the I don't want to be like, yeah, go you. You know, you were like a powerful woman. And then be like, yeah, but then you like murdered 650 young girls. And even if you didn't, you definitely tortured some people. Yeah. So like, does it matter? I don't know. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, I have to fall down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Because I don't know enough. And you know, I'm going to have to, 
I love a conspiracy theory. <laughs> I know, so, girl. I okay. know you do. I know you do. But I'm, again, I'm diving down the hole. When we're talking pop culture and mythology, she plays a huge role. So, yeah. Yeah. very cool. I'm glad yeah. you talked about that. I, yeah. You just opened my mind up to a completely new topic that I didn't know about. Yeah, there you go. And it's interesting because when I, I've done a lot of research on vampires and she has never come up for me, but she, you always say Mm -hmm. like, she always keeps coming into Mm -hmm. my, so Mm -hmm. maybe you're supposed to crack the code. I'm going to crack the code. (laughs) I'm going to crack the code. I'm going on a hunt. Oh my god! It's like Raiders of the Lost Ark. I'm going (laughs) find the Holy Grail. Oh, wow. All right. Wow. Well, yeah, definitely let us know yes. if you have any opinions on that. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You stumped me. All right. Well, with that. With that. It's time for Killer Quotes of the Week. I love it. You know what mine's going to be. What is it going to be? My girl wants to party all the time. (laughs) Eddie Murphy. By Eddie Murphy. (laughs) We Uh, love you, Eddie Murphy. We love you. All right, here's mine. You ready? Oh, boy. How blessed are some people whose lives have no fears, no dreads, to whom sleep is a blessing that comes nightly and brings nothing but sweet dreams. Bram Stoker. That one hit a little too close. (laughs) Okay, you hit a nerve. No. (laughs) Wow, okay. Yeah. Thanks for always making me think. (laughs) I'm going to go cry myself to sleep. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. All right, that was a good one. Yeah. I like that. I'm glad I picked a light and fluffy one this week. I'm glad you were light and fluffy, girl. Oh, my gosh. Next week, I'm talking about... Butterflies or something. I don't know. I was going to say, pick a, just a nice and breezy one. I'm going to. Oh, my gosh. All right, everyone. That's another episode in the books. If you want to hop onto, you know, Apple or something and give us a rating, that would yeah. be awesome. We are going to be picking, you know, one person every month who yeah. writes a rating and giving them a free tarot reading. Yeah. So make sure you screenshot your yes, review yes. and send it to us on Instagram. For sure. All right. All right, TTFN, everybody. Cut, print, checks, gate, moving on.